We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Lake Sojo Show! I would have got longer, but you made me laugh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Welcome! You gotta let the music go, like, an extra, like, t- like five or ten seconds. It's like, dun-dun-dun, it's the Think So Joshua! Like that. Like, something mm. like that. Just saying. Yeah, I just made all my intros, like, really short for, for both shows. Brian's trying to transition between instruments. Well, you know what? When someone says, "Hey, can you tune this thing that I've ne- that Brian's never played before?" Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened with me. Hey, do you think you could tune this? Like, um, I can try. And yeah. then she hands me like she has a tuner on her phone that has the mandolin tuners. Like, oh, cool. All right, this shouldn't be too hard. And yeah, no, I couldn't fucking figure it out. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. E A D G. Yeah. You would think that's uh, that would be easy, right? ADG? Yeah, why is that so hard for you? It just... Her tuner wouldn't pick it up right. Oh, I got a good tuner. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to tune a mandolin. Brian, Brian is air. going to tune a mandolin E-A-D-G. live on the air. Yeah, oh wait, that's a, that's a metronome. <laughs> Sorry, I got a lot of shit. I got this shit. Nope, that's enough. <laughs> These strings suck. Yeah, e. for some new tuning pegs. What company is this, by the way? It's one of those companies that have it set up so you can't fucking read their their name on there. Kona? Kona, yeah. The Kona Signature Mandolin. Signature. Signature. Jesus. This is harder than a cock in a weekend. Hey, speaking of cocks on the weekend, here's uh We oh, wow. Mark just uh Mark just chimed in here with you. Let's uh let's see that and right, there you go. We'll get you a bigger picture there. Any second now. Any second now. There you go. Oh, uh, he's so playful. <laughs> um, I'll give him a seven overall. The ass, I give uh I give like a seven and a half or an eight. Wow. Brian's feeling generous tonight. Yeah, you need new freaking strings. <laughs> strings suck. 
You need new strings, you need new tuning pegs. Pretty much you need a whole new mandolin. I was so looking forward because I've never played a mandolin before. Yeah, that, that was that was my uh, outlook on it too. It was like, hey, I've never played a mandolin. And then I like took the thing out of the case and I'm like, or she handed it to me. I'm like, what? Not today. Okay. <laughs> this is what a mandolin is? All right. This is what a mandolin is. <laughs> uh, no, Muller is not on drugs. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. What am I? On drugs? Are you on drugs? For this episode, um, this episode, I'm that, on a leave. Uh, this episode that aired in uh, 19, what did she say, 32? I think, yeah, something like that, 1932. Uh, 1932, yeah. I'm on a leave, an Excedrin, and uh, 3,000 milligrams of B3. So yeah, he is on drugs. We are all on drugs, yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that stuff. I need a timer for when Brian starts singing or playing copyrighted music. <laughs> that was less than 30 seconds. I know it was less than 30 seconds. I'm just saying there should be a timer. So it's like, oh, well, let me stop you there because <laughs> we don't want to get sued. Yeah. So I have this deal going on and I'm going to say this a couple of times throughout the uh, throughout the, pro the the broadcast. Sure. Um. My band needs a trailer, and we don't want to do GoFundMe bullshit. So, um, but we have merch for sale. And we have CDs. And we have a deal going on. It's $10 for one CD, or $15 for two. We have two different albums. So, one is called Shattered the Silence, and the other is called The Stand for Breaking Solace. And you will like that music. It's like Breaking Benjamin with old school Papa Roach and Linkin Park with a little dash of post-hardcore instrumentally stuff. So everyone's like, Brian, you like post-hardcore? No, he doesn't. He does not like post-hardcore, but he likes some of the instrumentally stuff with post-hardcore. Yeah. So I'm trying like really hard to be happy because we just listened to uh, a band that um, <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail. Yeah. But um, I don't think they'll ever be playing a, a Think So Joe um, show anymore. Well, you never know. I don't know. I mean, I mean they, you know, someone may get some stuff on their eye the day I, of. So, I mean, <laughs> if no one else says yes, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to get into that on the air. We'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, so they just, uh, I, I left the band and I just heard the first song, Thanks to Joe, and now I'm all depressed. I'm depressed now. All right, I'll give you more volume. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? You want me to just hang out over here? No, like, you don't got to oh, hang that out. That does sound, like, really good, though, I got to say. Yeah, you got that proximity effect going, so we yeah. get real close. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's play something for the ladies. <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. Let the Dude, that, for the ladies, let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you see that old dude doing it on, like, America's Got Talent? Yeah, or whatever the yeah fuck but he was. wasn't good. Like, everyone's, like, pushing it. I'm like, it's terrible. Like, I was waiting for, like, the old guy to be like, Hi, how's everybody doing? This is, uh, let the bodies hit the floor from Drowning Pool. Let the bodies hit the floor! Like, that's what I was waiting for, but it's like, let the bodies hit the floor! <laughs> The fact that he did it was what was what impressed people. <laughs> it's, it wasn't that it had to be good. It was like, holy shit, this old dude knows knows who the fuck Drowning Pool is. <laughs> everybody knows, knows the song. Everybody knows Drowning Pool as the band that had the perfect singer who died after the first album. Yeah. That was a great first album, Sinner. 
Yeah. I got to download that album. Thanks for reminding that me. Is, that is a good album. That is. Um, like, the first, like, four or five songs were, like, my jam for a while. That's one of the first songs I ever uh, illegal, illegally downloaded. But I didn't do it. I paid someone else to do it, and I gave them $5. <laughs> and it was cool, because what they did is they burned the music, burned it onto a CD, and then they found the CD artwork, and had and they had the CD printer labels, and printed it on there, and then put the label on the CD. Then he got me a jewel case that had the um, that had the um, songs on the front and the and the artwork on the front. So it was like getting a real CD, but instead of having to pay twenty two dollars at you know the wall or Fye, right? It only cost me five bucks. So this guy was like making bank off of me, man. Like I remember this was <laughs> I was in like tenth grade when this was going on. Yeah. Like ninth and tenth grade, and he was just like, "Oh, I need this. I need this. I need this." And he was like, "Fucking Kazaa, man, Kazaa!" <laughs> so, ah, shit, man. Yes, Kazaa. Way to give your computer aids. No, that's LimeWire. No, they LimeWire was bad. I remember I've only downloaded three songs off of Napster before it got discontinued because I'm like, "What's this Napster thing everyone's talking about?" and like I had like I got like three songs in because I had dial up and shit. Uh huh. And and I had dial up and I only had one phone line. So my problem like Napster always seemed so slow compared to like uh, Kazaa or other things. But I always got mine from uh, like. So you illegally downloaded music years and years ago. <laughs> I no longer do that. Um, but I used to get mine through, uh, IRC, like the internet relay chat, okay. because you could find MP3, uh, like, um, you can find MP3 chat rooms. Yeah. And then like people would have like bots that were running in there and you could get their lists of songs that they had. And then you just type in a command and it would download the song. Yeah. That was a little above my pay grade since I was a fucking middle schooler, <laughs> a middle schooler and a high schooler. But um, I only downloaded three songs. One was the first one ever was I Disappear by Metallica. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> I think that was like the most downloaded song off Napster or something. Well, that that was the song that got them aware of Napster. Hey, 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 yeah. And then um the next one was Good Charlotte. Um Motivation Proclamation. Uh and then uh, what was the last one? If you're going to steal a good Charlotte song, that is the one to steal. That whole album's really good. Like, it's just pure pop-punk goodness. It, it did not hold up very well. Really? I, I don't think so. Well, I mean, it was. it's definitely an album for its time. Sure. But, um, I mean, any album where you're talking about Daddy leaving you in, like, I, half the tracks? Well, I mean, and that was the thing, was, like, I, I liked the album when I first got it, and, and the, uh, the follow-up album, and it was like, but then it was like... Dude, my dad left too, but you don't hear me whining about it on an album for 60 minutes. Well, if if you did, maybe you'd be maybe, as big as Good Charlotte. Maybe I would have been. Maybe I could have beat him to it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, um, but like, seriously, like, the whole goddamn album, Daddy left, I, and he didn't come back. I, pr- I promise you this, man. If, if fucking, if Good Charlotte goes, we're going to do, like, a 20-year anniversary of that album, or I guess it'd be, like, a 10 or 15-year, if they do that, I don't care if I have to go to California. I'm going to that fucking show. <laughs> so, and I will like cut people for tickets. Like that's like my fucking jam. Like I went to see Sum 41 when they played Town Ballroom. And they played Does This Look Infected all the way through. Sure. And then, um, 
And yeah, so like I think that's it. I think I haven't I I've never I don't think I've seen any other bands do their full album. Oh, I saw you two. You two did their full album all the way through. They did the Joshua Tree. I know you're like bleh. Um <laughs> and if Metallica ever does Saint Anger all the way through. But I know for a fact that Metallica, if they're gonna ever do Saint Anger all the way through, they're going <laughs> to do it one time only. Yeah for a crowd and that crowd will buy tickets to that show and the next show for free like they'll get two shows so they can get all of saint anger and then the, the good songs I, I think that's something that uh they would they would give away tickets for would be the saint anger you know we're gonna play saint anger all the way through you have to be a met club member and uh, of course drew's gonna win yeah tickets. i was just gonna say drew's and, gonna get uh, it <laughs> Well, I mean, what well, Drew's going to uh, to Long Beach for New Japan Pro Wrestling this year? Jesus, yeah. Didn't he just go to New Japan Pro Wrestling? Did they just have a thing here? They had a thing here that he went to, but he didn't. He he went to that. He hasn't gone to like mm. he me. he hasn't gone to the California shows, which they just started doing last year. Okay. Uh, and he did not go to Japan. One of my board oh, wrestling, yeah. one of my board wrestling fan co-hosts went to Japan uh, for for Wrestle Kingdom this year, and she also went to. Um, Long Beach last year and got tickets for this year's show as well. Damn. So yeah. Um. Damn it! You made me lose my train of thought. We were talking about oh, uh, Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. When they did their thirtieth anniversary, like, what was it like uh, they were in the forum for like a week or something? Yeah. Like, like four days. They only played like I think two or three Saint Anger songs. Everyone's like, yeah, they played every Metallica song. I'm like, no, they they didn't. No, they they really didn't. They didn't play Freight Ends of Sanity because that's why it was so big when then they started doing it over the summer. Right. I think they did it over the summer like two years later. Um, it's amazing what happens when everyone starts sobering up. <laughs> so, um, I've got to say, Mike, um, I'm so cool with Lars playing the way he plays because. Yeah. Um, I've heard like guests first off I hear bands do Metallica all the time like big bands like Avenged Sevenfold and shit and you're like you're doing too much man yeah because the point of Metallica was the guitar the guitars and the vocals the drums are just supposed to be the 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 seasoning on top they're just supposed to keep the song going same with the it's the rhythm section it's it's supposed to keep the song going while the guitar and the vocals are everything and that's what Metallica is no that is a big dong <laughs> Um, yeah. God, that thing is huge. <laughs> God, my, it's like fucking kickstand, dude. Um, that's a nice ass, so I'll give the ass like an eight. Uh, I'll give that dong like a nine. That's a, wait, can you uh, zoom in on that oh, for me? God. <laughs> well, if it's circumcised, he gets extra points. If it's I not circumcised, because I, that's circumcised, um, God, I love how his hips go. He's got like women hips oh okay wait he's got a really hairy ass sorry okay the ass i'm giving the ass like a six um you can tell he shaves his ass but he doesn't shave the inside crevices <laughs> so i'm giving it a six but i give that dick like a nine that is like a good healthy dick right there good healthy you received one new message from fiverr congratulations no i uh i tweeted and so it's like that you know what? I got the uh, positive review tweet. Oh, okay. And yeah. so, like, that was Twitter telling one of my other Twitter accounts, hey, oh, nice. you might be interested in this tweet. From you follow your own tweets? Uh, yeah. Your who else Twitter is going? Nobody else does. <laughs> I follow you. I, I saw you liked uh, you liked our Saber selfie. You know, it made it onto the uh, it made it onto Jumbotron. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations, guys. <laughs> How was that show? 
uh, or that 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 yeah. hockey game. You guys let's, lost, right? Yeah. It was against the Devils, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I had a, a friend of mine just like, oh, I'm a huge Devils fan, but I haven't been to a hockey game in five years since I moved up from Jersey. And he's like, my first game back, and they beat the Sabres! Yeah. <laughs> Hairy asses are cool. You always delete points. I wouldn't throw him out of bed. I wouldn't throw him out of bed either, but I'm not going for his ass then. I mean, <laughs> but this is, an, the thing is, is this is an ass competition. This is how we started. I'm just... Like, and please don't just keep sending dick pics because then I have to explain this to everybody. So <laughs> when I'm on my Facebook and all of a sudden there's a, just a, a giant dick, I mean, a big black cock's one thing. Like everyone understands because I'm, <laughs> I'm just Googling and, you know, right. big black cock. But, did you mean big black cock? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how much, how much did the, uh, it's like, so how much did the, uh, Sabres, uh, lose yesterday? Oh, did you mean big black cock? Um, no, <laughs> I was thinking about having an album, uh, a comedy album called BBC. Right, and, and and it's short, and it's short for Brian brings the comedy, mm-hmm. and um, and then when you open the CD, on the inside, it's just a big dick, a big black dick, <laughs> like BBC. Brian brings the comedy, and it's like, oh, that's funny, that's funny. I'm like, oh my god, like that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So my favorite thing to do at Sabers home games now because Cry. they can't fucking <laughs> well. Besides that, they can't fucking win at home. They won three straight on the road, and then they came home and lost. Um, but. My favorite thing to do when I go to Sabres games now is to uh, look for people wearing teams that aren't playing in the game. <laughs> and uh, and I, I saw a kid wearing an Islanders hat yesterday. Boom! And there was a guy wearing a uh, Colorado Avalanche hat. Like, you're at the wrong fucking game. You're in the wrong state, buddy. <laughs> at least the Islanders are the same state. Yeah, right. I give you that. But, like, I was sitting behind, I was at... Um, I don't remember who the Sabres were playing. It definitely was not the Pittsburgh Penguins, but I was sitting behind this kid just in full Penguins regalia. <laughs> like, he had the hat, he had the, 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 the you know, one of the jerseys. Oh, and I'm like, dude, no, you're in the wrong, this wrong game. The, the Penguins are here Friday. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we were at the Winnipeg game a couple of weeks ago, staring at people wearing Montreal Canadiens jerseys. Like, come on. If you're going to go to a hockey game, at least, you know, either wear the teams that are playing or don't fucking wear a jersey. But I, I, I but I mean, by your logic, we can't wear the, 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 the no, jersey no, of the sports, team. No, sports teams are different. <laughs> don't don't fucking get me started. The difference is, is sports teams. It's it's just as much mental as it is the physical game. So. When you get out there and you see people wearing your name on, you're like, I'm going to fucking get that home run or I'm going to get that fucking goal. You know, that's, that's why the Sabres suck at home, because we're being outnumbered by the other fucking teams. You're being outnumbered by teams that aren't even playing that night. The fu- <laughs> no, the fucking Winnipeg game, like there were so many people in Jets jerseys. And during the Canadian anthem, you know, when they, you know, they all screamed true north because that's what they do in fucking Winnipeg. Nice. Because the the the, the company that brought. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets back to Winnipeg were was a company called True North. Okay. So that's their thing. Yeah, so that's like, fine. That's fine. And like we're but like when you audibly hear this in your home arena when you're playing against Winnipeg, like oh, okay, maybe we should st- you know fans should start coming to games and maybe they'll start fucking playing better. Maybe that's why they do so well on the road because Sabres fans come out in droves in fucking road games. That and they're like we don't expect anyone to fucking come because it's a road game. Right. So, what I just read this thing, I, this is uh, changing gears a little bit, but I just read this uh, interview like a week or two ago from John Bon Jovi 
And it was like all about like, hey, you guys are getting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and this, that, and the other thing. But the other one of the other things was just like the interview just off. The interviewer just went, yeah. So about you uh, in the uh, Buffalo Bills, you were gonna buy them and bring them to Toronto. He's like, I was never gonna bring them to Toronto. He's like, I don't even know how that started, but I wasn't planning on bringing them to Toronto at all. I just wanted to upgrade the facilities. That's all I said. I never which said, is, which is why I wanted Trump to buy the Bills. And by the way, Buffalo. Fuck you, Buffalo, because if that asshole would have bought the Bills, we wouldn't be in this fucking situation right now we are with that fucking moron as president. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, he would have had to sell the Bills. In True. Or, in order to still uh, um, be president. But to be fair, he should be, you know, getting out of his other companies to be president. He's not doing that yet, so. True. But uh, he has made billions of dollars as the president. <laughs> yeah. While being the president, at least, you know, when the other presidents make their millions slash billions of dollars, they wait till after they're, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're done. So, but I mean, I mean, Hillary Clinton's getting like buku money to do her, um, her book tours and stuff sure. like that, which is fine. I mean, you know, she, there's weird stuff like that's coming out and, you know, well, what was Bill getting like $30,000 an appearance, right? Like, he, yeah, well, he was get he was getting $30,000 an appearance. Then he got hurt. Then he uh, had his heart attack. And then after the heart attack, he started getting more money. That inflation started happening because everyone wanted to hear what he was saying. Everyone wanted to hear his opinions. Sure. And he came out with his book later. So because he was such a young guy compared to most. So like. Rumors are like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bernie Sanders is going to run for 2020, which you know what? Um, I'm, I'm fine with him running for 2020. Um, I don't think he's going to win. And if he, the only way he's going to win is if the democratic party just goes full behind him, but he controls what the hell's going on. Well, it should have happened in the last election. It it should have happened, but they were afraid that he was going to lose because he was pissing off a lot of Democrats. The whole thing was, is the, are, he was pissing off a lot of Democrats, but he had the millennials behind him. Yeah, well, I think the biggest, and they should have, they should have, the Democratic Party should have been like, wow, well, we got the black vote out with Obama, and look what happened. Now, if we get the millennial vote out, like, mm. the big millennial vote out um, with Bernie Sanders, they'd win. And the thing was, is the, Hillary Clinton is was such a, a polarizing, she still is, but she was sure. such a polarizing figure and you have to remember, she tried running against Obama and lost. Yeah. And then there was talk of her going, trying to get the the vote uh, before um, Obama's second term. And then apparently they, I think what happened was the uh, the Democratic Party went, "Hey, Hillary, your time will be after this. Don't worry." And then she was just like, "It's my time. It's my time." And it's my time. <laughs> well, I think honestly, um, I honestly don't think she would have been a bad president. Um, I think the problem is, is she's a lawyer. And when you have a lawyer as a president, mm-hmm. they're a lawyer first because they've been a lawyer for so long. Yeah. They're like, they talk as a lawyer. And, and that's the big thing. Like she, go, she went out, like what scares me is she just went out and she, I think this was like a day or two ago. She's like, yeah, I should have fired that aide that, that was accused of uh, sexual uh, harassment. And it goes, listen, you shouldn't have to fire someone who's accused of something if there's no proof behind it. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Now, if you have like three or four different ac- accusers that don't know that this guy's being accused, then there's then there's you know there's enough there's enough smoke to to know that there's a fire. But if one person does it and there's no proof, and so what scares me is like as a lawyer, she didn't fire this guy because there wasn't proof. 
And that's as it should have been. Now, as now it sounds like she's trying to be a presidential candidate and she's like, well, maybe I should have fired him. And it's like, you better not fucking try running for 2020 because mm-hmm. you'll get blasted. And the thing is, is like everyone's just like, oh, you know, she's unhealthy and stuff like that. And it's just like, why didn't you guys go out? Like, first off, the smear campaign for presidents has gotten worse and worse and worse. And Al Gore didn't have such a huge smear campaign when it came to. um when it came to George Bush, but John Kerry had a small one. He didn't have a huge one, but the big thing was the Republicans were like, he's a flip flop, flip flopper. He's a flip flopper. And he wasn't, it's just, it's one of those things I voted for it until I didn't because he didn't agree with it. And the big thing was, is there were bills that he was, that he was pushing that all of a sudden he stopped pushing because things were added to the bill. And, right. and, and, and he uh, no longer, he could no longer, he could no longer go, Hey, I'll deal with this because it gets this. So it's just like, hey, you know, it's like, hey, world peace, um, but all of Africa blows up. Well, you know what? I'm all for world peace. Well, you didn't vote for that. Well, Africa was good. No, 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 no. Not about Africa. Who cares about Africa? Like, it's shit mm-hmm. like that. No, exactly. And, and my, my biggest problem with politics these days is like literally nobody was talking about the fucking issues. It was well, she had emails. Well, he's in collusion with Russia. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Tell me what you what you're going to do for me. I don't give a fuck what he did or what you did or what or what she did. Like, come on, talk, somebody talk about the fucking issues. Don't don't like it would be like you and I running for president against each other, and I'm like, well, he was in Lost Elysium. It's like, well, he was in Dick's old brain. <laughs> right. He was in Lost Elysium. Can we can we trust his judgment? <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> But but th- th- that's that's the that's the thing for me. Like um, like Hillary tried talking the issues a little bit, but then it was mm-hmm. like, but the way she would talk the issues on the debates were so like scummy because it was just like, well, what what crooked Donald doesn't want to tell you is this 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 and this. Now let me tell you what I do. It's like, yo, can you just tell me what you're gonna do? Like, and that's the thing. It's like when you get down and dirty. Yeah. Um. It's there's you can't get clean again, and. And the whole thing is, is, you know, in her book, she was posting like she was writing like, you know, Bernie Sanders, you know, I, I lost because of Bernie Sanders. And it's just like, no, because if you were good, you would have beaten Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was, is afterwards, you decided to pick a running mate in Kane that n- nobody I had no idea who the fuck this guy was. Right. And he was like, it's have you the Futurama? It's like the one of the first episodes of Futurama. It's like John Johnson and it's like John Jackson or Jack Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like they looked exactly the same. They look they pretty much look like clones and like, oh, I, I agree with my running mate over here on this opinion. And I agree on my running mate on this. Like it was just like, dude, like mm-hmm. so um it's it's just it's just one of those stupid things. Now sure. I, I hope I hope in the next like l- listen, if Donald we deserve Donald Trump. I'm, I'm going to be the first to admit it. You know, this nation deserves Donald Trump because enough people voted for him. I understand he didn't, you know, win the popular vote. It doesn't matter to me because it got it was so close enough where we deserve something like this. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't do a good enough job or we go to hell in a ham, like I'm going to keep fighting because I don't agree with almost anything this guy says. Right. So he's taxing things that shouldn't be taxed um, for a guy that says, you know, we need to have more made in America stuff. And then, you know, his, having having a hat that says Made in America and a shirt that says Made in America and Make America Great Again and stuff like that, while the tax is made in China, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, practice what you preach. Like, yeah. the big thing in Lost Elysium was everything but one thing was not just made in America, it was made in Buffalo. And that's the thing. And 
and Breaking Solace before I joined the band, they they got their uh, they got all their merch from two different places. One was located in Syracuse, Syracuse, New York band. The other one was located in Buffalo, and that's how it, and and that's that's what I believe. And and I already talked to the band about that. I'm like, I'm like everything's going to be made in America. I don't care if we have to pay a little bit more money. Sure, everything's going to be made in America because and because it it gives jobs back. So like, um, there's a bracelet company you can get those rubber bracelet things, right? And you can get them. China or spend an extra like $50 to get them made in America. I'm going to spend the extra $50 to get them made in America. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm tired of little Chinese people, uh, little Chinese kids. I didn't just mean people like Chinese are small. They are. Um, I didn't mean, uh, you know, li- I don't want little Chinese kids like fucking working on shit. And, and, and then also, you know, kids from Taiwan and stuff like that. No, mm-hmm. I want fucking, I want American children to make my bracelets. <laughs> so, but let's get into some music. And All then, right. and then I got some questions for Joe while we're off the air. Sure, we're on the break. Uh, this is the band called City Powered Radio. I just actually booked them for uh, April fourteenth at Tudor Lounge. Wait a minute. So wait, are you? Is your only April show April fourteenth at Tudor Lounge? Yes, I believe so. Okay, okay. Because okay. I know you're gonna have to start booking more shows like every two weeks. Uh, yeah, we might have to start doing that. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is City Powered Radio, uh, and this song is called 30 Pack Beer Song on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. Any second now. Never. It's muted, that's why. That's my fault. Loser! Well, because I almost played a song of theirs off of Facebook, and I didn't want the Facebook thing to keep, uh, dinging while yeah. we were... And so, so here it is, City Powered Radio, all WNY Radio. Since yesterday morning I've been drinking since dawn Well, I've been drinking since yesterday Said I've been drinking since Fuck it. 
City Powered Radio. So um, I came up with this really great sick burn um, out of nowhere. And I'm like, there's only one Sublime out there, and they're bad fish. So... <laughs> And that's and I'm sticking to that burn. I I, I left a bad fish show, but that's because I busted up my ribs during the opening act, which was real big fish. Oh, the opening act, real big fish opened up for a cover band. Yeah, that's fucked what up. What the man. fuck, man? Now and now I, real now uh, now bad fish has Scotty Don't, which uh, is their own band. It's their own yeah. original act, though. Yeah. So I I'm at this show and I'm like I busted up my ribs during real big fish. So I'm like fuck this. I'm just gonna leave. Um, it was a free show, so it wasn't like I was losing anything. And I'm like. I, I'm willing to bet that their first fucking song is going to be like that first track, like Garden Grove or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm willing to bet that's the first song they're going to play. And as I'm leaving and I'm, I'm walking out of Canal Side and I'm walking like by the Key Bank building there or whatever, uh, or the HSBC building or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, like, we took this trip to Garden Grove. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what I, I, I brought uh, my ex wife to there and what i did is she was like for some reason she was getting into sublime whatever sure and i didn't like sublime at all because all i heard was what i got santeria and smoke two joints and date rape like those are the only songs i ever heard so I was right like, i'm like fuck this shit so but she was really into them so what i did is i bought her um sublime vinyl and this is back in like oh five i bought her a sublime vinyl and in the vinyl there were two tickets to go see bad fish I'm like, yeah, we'll go, we'll go see Bad Fish together, and, and this, that, and the other thing, and, um, and she seemed like, like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So we we go there, and I was like, yeah, this is fucking, this is good shit. And that's when I heard, uh, I I heard the song Bad Fish, and um, yeah. saw Red, which I really liked, and uh, they had a, a female fan come up and sing the Gwen Stefani parts, and she was she was pretty good. So I was like, this is, and just like, but they didn't have that many people. There was only probably like. This was like a 500 cap room. There's probably maybe 150 people there. But this was, I mean, Bad Fish, I don't know how long Bad Fish has been around, but again, this is like oh, this is like 05 or so. So this sure. is still much newer. Uh, I mean, I just find it funny they've made more money than Sublime probably have. At, you, at least more probably, than Bradley Noel has. Yeah, right. You're, you're probably right. I um, mean, well, you've got Sublime with Rome. You know what? I just, I, I, I have the album. And I'm trying to listen to it, and I really like their song "Panic." Is that a, But like MC Lars has a song called "Sublime Without Sublime with Rome" is not sublime. Does he really? Yeah, it's like "Hot Topic" is not punk rock. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. I got to listen to that. But <laughs> I, the, the last album I heard from him was uh, this gi- just this gigantic robot kills. Yeah, where he's just like, uh, where he's got that um the song where he's just like my my childhood uh my childhood uh what is it my my childhood um hero hero yeah. uh weird al yankovic's on the track yeah playing just, accordion just playing accordion but that's fucking cool man <laughs> yeah man um but yeah um you know hot, to- hot topic uh i like uh, uh the turn of the new year like a, a year or so after that album came out were like Punch MC Lars in the face. How's that for punk rock? Did they say that? Yeah, they put oh, it on like funny. a thing. Like, I don't know if I'll. I don't Which know, is like, funny because it. that that song came out and then it got even less punk rock after that. Yeah. Like now they had like, if I see they still have blood on the dance floor T-shirts there. Jeez, I was like Jesus Christ. Hot topic they, is not punk rock. Yeah, they put out a thing, and I, I'm. It was like their New Year's resolutions, and one of them was punch MC Lars in the face. Man, I, if I was Hot Topic, the most punk rock thing that they could do 
is actually have him come in and do an in-store performance. I like one of their big hot topics. I still want to play hot topic. I still want to do a, a, a rock show there. Like that used to be a thing apparently. And like they stopped for whatever. I guess people were afraid of getting sued or whatever. Marijuana forums. <sighs> Featuring the matches. That's such a good song. Trying to find the, the like they tweeted it and it was it was something like you know we're gonna punch MC Lars in the face for our New Year's resolution or something like. I still want to do a song with him and he, like I said I mean I sh I was talking to him right after this gigantic robot kills and he was like five hundred dollars and I'll do a song with you. So um, I still may do it. I just don't know. I have to write. I have to do like a hip hop beat and and thing. And then I have to come up with a chorus, and then he'll he'll do a verse on it or something. So I don't really write upbeat songs. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> noticed. Uh, the show that used to be on in this time slot, uh, he was a guest, and he did a freestyle. Maybe I should just take that freestyle and uh, and put it on a song. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, there it is. Punch MC Lars. Is that End punk rock enough? Oh, because it's 2012. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hot topic, end of the world to-do list. Number one, release the bats. Number two, punch MC Lars. Is that punk rock enough? Number three, get the walking dead a car. God, that's not funny at all. Number four, tattooed the Mayans were right across our forehead. Number five, horde Twinkies. God, this is terrible. Yeah. God. Guys, it was a joke. We don't really want to punch MC Lars. <laughs> Everybody sing along. Punching indie artists is not punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just the, just the fact that like that just they did that was like like, shit, like they acknowledged it. <laughs> like, their fucking their fucking banner on Twitter is Riverdale. Like, come on, it's an Archie te television show. Like, come on, <laughs> that's not fucking punk rock. No, <laughs> ICP calendars are not punk rock. Tell Mueller to stop swearing. Scott Leffler has a ban on swearing. What the fuck? He's got a fucking ban on goddamn fucking shit turd swearing? I mean, it is the 1930s. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, wait. we'll be right back after this message from Lucky Cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, when I saw Bad Fish, they were, uh, they were, they were fucking good. They, they actually made me like, oh, man, I'm going to check out, I'm going to check out Sublime. So... And now I have all of Sublime. I have Sublime, and um, I have two different versions of Saw Red. I have a shitty one, and then the one with Gwen Stefani. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> but the, my biggest problem is when people bring me bands, and they're known stoners, and like, you gotta listen to this, man. And I'm like... I'm like and that's like most stoners. Uh, here comes the Sublime shit. <laughs> well, no, it's just like... But first off, every time there's a stoner that comes up to me and then wants me to listen to music that they like, it always starts off with, man, you got to listen to this, dude. <laughs> like something like, like it's so like, it's so 1970s stoner. It's like, come on. And it's like, y'all, yo, you like Metallica, so you're going to love this band. Oh, well, who's the band? They're called Fish. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? And it's just like, hey, man, hey, 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 have you ever heard this other band? I mean, I know you love punk rock, so you're gonna love. This is like the punk rock band of the '60s and '70s. I'm like, oh man, who like the Clash or something? And Sex Pistols? Like, no, no, man, 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 the Grateful Dead, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, no. Brian walks into my house today. <laughs> 
Seasal is like tie-dye stuff that my girlfriend's put I hate tie-dye, by and, the way. And he's he's like, where's your Bob Marley poster? Where's your Grateful Dead bear? <laughs> I know you have one. I had this one moment when my <laughs> when my ex-wife, we were married, we were living in Brockport, and she and she bought we were they had a fair, a street fair, and she bought this tie-dye shirt. And I'm like, why are you getting that? And she's just like, well, I love tie-dye. And like I had that split second like in my mind. There's some like Jiminy Cricket was just in the back of my head going, it's not gonna work! It's not gonna work! And then like and now all these years later, I'm like, God damn, he was fucking right. <laughs> to be fair, he's been saying it's not gonna work since I was like, hi, my name is Brian. What's your name? So, um, but yeah, it was very, um, I just, I don't like tie-dye. I think it's just, there's some tie, I like tie-dye in like art when it's like worked into art, but it's not just fucking tie-dye. Um, but for the most part, I just don't like tie-dye, but like those guys, it's just like, Hey man, I know you like Rage Against the Machine. You want to hear a band that's like, just like great. I'm like, it's gonna be fucking Bob Marley. It's gonna be Bob Marley. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Bob Marley. Fucking Bob Marley, man. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, I got... It's like, you have to be high to love this. Like, listen, I like Bob Marley. I actually... Bob Marley is this... I like Bob Marley just as much as I like Bob Dylan. I like the poetry. I like the lyrics. I really am just so... Almost every song is the same. Like, and I used to work for a carnival where Buffalo Soldier was mm -hmm. the fucking, like, music in there. So it's Buffalo Soldier. As people are, like, throwing balls into this hole. Like, I'm like, oh, God. I just don't want to fucking... Just don't want to fucking listen. It's it's like I guess the new the new stuff is like, hey man, do you like Dream Theater? Like, cause that's like the new stuff. It's like bands like the prog bands, like Rush. It's like, okay. hey man, hey 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 hey, do you like do you like Rush? Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you come over to my house? I got the new Rush. I got some weed, and I got Dungeons and Dragons. Like that's like. <laughs> Isn't that the fucking seventies though? It's just like, <laughs> yo, man, yo, yo, I got this. Uh, I know, I know you like hump, you know, Engelbert Humperdinck. When we're playing, you know, when we're trying to slay these fucking dragons and these trolls, but yo, yo, I got this band called Rush. Yo, there's just drum solos. Yo, and when you're fucking bong ripped, isn't that the plot of SLC Punk? <laughs> Like that's how they like that, they, that, they met playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, yo, Rush is great, but listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's, a, it's the opposite of, of yeah. Of, uh, but, SLC but Punk. that's it's funny because my my bassist Eric's just like, hey, does anybody here like Dungeon likes Dungeons and Dragons? And I know he likes Rush, which is fucking hilarious. It was funny because we're like, hey, hey, uh, this band's looking for a bassist that can just play Y Y Z, and that's really it. And he's like, I don't know how to play YYZ. And all of a sudden, he's like, do, 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 do. He's like, okay, I guess I know how to mostly play YYZ. <laughs> like, just by ear, because he's such a... He's he's way too good for this band. It's YYZ. They're Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it was just funny, because uh, then he's... I already know he likes Rush. And then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, so uh, you guys like Dungeons & Dragons? And I've always wanted to play Dungeons & Dragons, but I don't want to play it seriously. So someone's just like, okay, so there's an ogre up front. What do you do? Do you reason with it? And I'm like, I want to tickle it with a feather. <laughs> you know, unless you roll a, a perfect 20 on this 20-sided die, he's going to eat you. Feather! <laughs> feather! Okay, you got a 19, so instead of tickling him, you made him hard. What do you do now? Suck it! What? what? <laughs> Suck it! Uh, okay, um... Yeah, that's, that's 20 also. Okay... It was only a 14. So you you sucked it, but then you you used your teeth a little bit. But he liked it cuz he's an ogre, right? And they're like, 
Like, that's what I want. I want, like, <laughs> like I want shit like that. I don't want, like, I tickle it with a feather. Get out, Brian. <laughs> but, man, I got some weed. Okay, you could stay, Brian. Like, I don't know. I'm just so tired of, of that shit. Like, every time a stoner comes... It's like every time someone comes up to me with, like... Every time someone goes has a cannibal corpse shirt on... This has happened, like, four or five times in Buffalo... Um, cause cannibal corpse is apparently only big in Florida and Buffalo cause everywhere else I've lived. I've never seen fuck anybody cannibal corpse. They, we're from Orlando. No, the fuck you're not to be fair. Like three quarters of the bands from Orlando. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's like, um, what was it there? Like everyone's like, Oh yeah. So, uh, I got a band that you may really like Brian. I'm like, Oh, and I'm like, it's probably going to be fucking cannibal corpse. I'm, Lamb of God. I'm like, God damn it. No. Why would I like Lamb of God? I like one Lamb of God song. It was because fucking uh, Blythe sang. Like, like, it just came out, too, and he was, like, singing. I was like, yeah. Like, people tell me all the time that I should like Lamb of God because I like Metallica. They sound yeah. nothing the fuck alike, and Lamb of God fucking sucks. Like, there, I said it. <laughs> I See, I understand the whole, like, hey, if you like Metallica, you may like... Excuse me, first off, it's you may like, not you're going to like. But you sure. may like Avenge Sevenfold. Sure. So that that makes sense. You like Metallica. You may like Breaking Benjamin. Sure. Old Breaking Benjamin. I'm just trying right. to get into them. So like, right. Polyamory is like my thing right now. <sighs> my polyamorous friend. But um, <laughs> and it's like, hey, you know, if you like Blick One Eight Two, you may like oh uh um I was gonna call him Ocean Avenue um Yellow Card right or some forty one it's like yeah sure so some forty one's a great is a great middle is is like the perfect middle ground between someone who likes pop punk and Metallica it's like then you I you may like some forty one and here's yeah. the thing like some people may just go like I don't like the set like there's people that are like I like Guns N' Roses until Axl Rose opens his voice opens his mouth which is like zeppelin <laughs> yeah and that's and that's the thing because i mean you have to understand it's like hey down to the paradise yeah it's like whoa whoa it's like it's like how did like your voice go from one annoying sound to another annoying sound <laughs> so and shit like that like i know a lot of people that are like i love the distillers until Brody dolly which by the way the distillers are you know back as a yes. band um i maybe she's polly because i'd love to be in a relationship with her and josh homie <laughs> I just do their fucking dishes. <laughs> just talk to her. Yeah, so um Branson, Tim. He's a bastard, isn't he? Josh, he's the man. <laughs> I almost came close to when Josh Almi was talking to me. I was just like, say hi to Brody for me. And I was like, you know what? That's really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've come to the conclusion that I can't really when I'm really excited to meet somebody, I can't really think beforehand because it's just everything because it may sound really good in my head, and then when I actually say it out loud, it's going to sound like really creepy. Like <laughs> I'm like, hey, say hi, say hi to, uh, to Brody for me. And then it'll come out as like, hey, say hi to Brody. <laughs> <laughs> so, or some shit like that. So, <clears throat> But yeah, um, I don't know. I'm just so tired of the whole, like, oh, you like this band. So there's a band that had that this one. They've got a 20-year catalog of music, and there's this one bridge in one song that's a little heavy. So you may like them if you like Metallica. Like, shit like that. Like, I just I can't stand stuff I, like I that. just don't like being, you know, like, you might like Lamb of God if you like Metallica. And then you listen to that Lamb of God album, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's... I like, to, I like to hear the lyrics, guys. Like, someone's like, I hate Suicide Silence. I, and... And, like, half my band members like, how could you hate suicide? And, like, the other half is just like, yeah, man, finally, someone said it. I'm like, 
I have no problem telling you if I like a band or don't like a band. Uh-huh. That's why a lot of local bands don't tell me, don't ask my opinion anymore. Because they're tired of me telling them that I, I think they need telling some work. Telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, man, what'd you think of the set? Uh, well, you know, I, I liked your stage presence, but I think the songs need a little bit more work. Oh, you're a fucking asshole, Brian. Like, what do you... Why ask your opinion if you don't want your fucking opinion? You like, you know, like, like I think I've, I think I've been honest with Nick Landers every time Nick and we've said it on the show. Every time we see Inherent Vice, they get better. Yeah, every time, well, at least every time now, oh, because, they killed it at the last show. At, yeah, at Nietzsche's, and, and there, and, and there you go. Like, um, and that's just how it goes. Every time I saw Twin Lions, it was the same thing. I thought Twin Lions was a good band, and I saw them three or four times. Every time I saw them, it was better. Same with Stalking Neptune when they were a band. Every time I saw them, they were getting better, and that's how it is. You should never have someone go up to you. If it's your first time ever playing out or first couple times, I'm just like, you can't get any better, man. That's Because if someone ever told me that, I'd be like, I quit then. Because if I can't get any better than that garbage I just did. Yeah, right. Like, well, I mean, you, you recall the first time we played Inherent Vice on this show. And, and and we've talked about this. So, I mean, it's no big secret. It was like, okay, that was not great. You know? Yeah, like, it was like it was a live demo or something. It was, it was like a demo. And it was like, just, I, I didn't. I, I didn't like Adam's voice, and I'm like, oh man, no, like, yeah, no. And then, like, I saw them, and the, well, no, they put out a live thing, and they were like, hey, can you play our live thing? Like, yeah, sure. So I played the live thing, and it was like, okay, that was way better than that last thing we played. Yeah. And then I saw them, and I'm like, these guys are actually good. And then every time I've seen them thereafter, they have gotten better. Yeah. And it's just incredible to have seen that transformation over the last couple of years from like, yeah, I'm not playing that band again to now we've played their entire EP probably twice on this show. And, uh, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. You guys want to play? Sure. I'll put you on this show here. You know, like I, 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 I think every single time they get better. Just every single time. Yeah. I, I completely fucking agree. And, and like, even like after their drummer left or whatever happened last year and they had uh Harry from the Taken filling in, filling in for them every single show they still got better and now they've got this new drummer and i'm told that this is his first original band and damn man they they they're even better than when they had Harry like damn yeah they, fuck you Harry no, that's what he's saying that, no that's not what i'm saying <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean they're they've uh you know, every single time I've seen them they've been better. And that's uh, you know, and that's the way it should be. No, and I agree. Like when Ali, when we got Ricky as the drummer, we were like we were really excited because uh cuz we um th- he was only in a cover band. I think it was called like Sidetrack or something. Sure. He was only in a cover band and they were only doing uh like they were only playing in like East Aurora or something like around that area, East Aurora Holland stuff like that, and he was he was really good. It was just like, hey man, and people were telling us like, hey, like we got the the original lineup, which was uh, Phil and Mike on on um, their respective instruments on drums and and bass, and and they were uh, and people were like, hey, you guys you guys have something new that's pretty cool. And then we got the guys from Rochester uh, after that, and they're like, hey, I, I like this setup more. But it was just they still weren't the right bandmates. And then we when we got uh Ricky and then we got the fat bastard. <laughs> um Um we everyone's just like, yeah, that's really good. And with that lineup with those two, Ashley and myself, I mean we fucking We didn't just play fucking Town Ballroom once. They liked us so much 
they asked us to come back a couple of weeks later to fucking do Lacuna Coil. Right. And they were like, if you can't sell tickets, that's fine. So, like, and that 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 shows me something. And, you know, and, and then we just keep growing. We just kept growing, growing, and, and just finding the right members. And that's that's the hardest part of, of being a band. People don't understand. It's trying to find the, the right members. Like, when Breaking Solace, when Dan was like, hey, Brian, you know, pick pick your dream team. And and um and I had to tell the story to Eric the other day, and I'm like, no offense, Eric, because I just didn't know you. He's just like, ah, no, no offense taken. <laughs> but it was just like, I wanted, I, I saw Dakota with Breath of the Valkyrie, because... Every show I was, I put on, I tried getting a smaller band. When I say smaller, I mean a band that was just starting out, but I could see that they were working really hard. Sure. And I grabbed Breath of the Valkyrie, and I could see, not that the band was good, but Dakota was such a commanding frontman, and he was such a great guitarist, but I wanted him as a bassist, so he could really shine as a backup vocalist and, and really move around. And then I re- I've been wanting to work with Jake... Uh, on um on drums for for fucking ever like we played we we did like three practices it's him and i jamming and we wrote like half a dozen songs so um and shit like that and then you know now we're not even going to use any of those songs because they're garbage compared to what we're working on now <laughs> so um but yeah because uh that was when we didn't have a that's when lost elysium didn't have a drummer like we hadn't gotten ricky yet so i was actually jamming with ricky and the next day i'd be jamming with with jake Right. And uh, I actually, you know, everybody pretty much knows this, but I tried getting Jake in Lost Elysium, but it just didn't work out. But, um, and you just, you just keep growing in this, that, and the other thing. And, and, you know, you have to find the right mix. It's one thing to get a band together with your friends to go, hey, let's, let's do this. But sometimes your friends don't want to, you know, they don't have the same um, wants or needs that you have, you know, just because... Like, I've never, I've, to be fair, I've never been in a band that the entire band were, like, my friends first. Right. Like, they've always, like, it's, it's hard because I'm, I've been, I'm friends with Dakota and I'm friends with Jake, but I met them on a professional level. Right. So it was a professional friendship first. Right. The, uh, the, I had a band, like, my first decently sized band where we actually played and I played CBGBs and stuff. They, um, it was one one of my friends, I actually tagged along. He was meeting all the, his whole this whole band, these all these guys. They were just getting together and talking, and I just tagged along because I wanted to go to friendlies. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a fucking friendlies, and they had all you can eat shrimp at the time. So I'm just eating this shit, and they're like, "Oh, well, we really like Brian. Why don't we get Brian to come in as a second guitarist?" And then I can do, and Brian could do some backup vocals. And then what was happening was we were about to go into the studio and do a six song EP. And the guy, and my best, my best friend at the time, he just no showed it because he wanted to spend time with his girlfriend. And uh, the whole band thought that was fucking bullshit. So I ended up recording all of the vocals, his parts, my parts, everything. I just broke this. Cool, cool. I fixed it. Um, <laughs> and um, we pretty much, and and the band's just like, you have to, you have to kick him out. I'm like what? Like why do I have to kick him out? Well, you know him, your friends. And it pretty much soured our relationship, like for the most part, because it was. I know how that goes. Yeah, and then, um, <laughs> and that's pretty much. So every time there's like a friend, like uh, the fat bastard, we were friends first before he joined Lost Elysium, and then I, and then we had to kick him Listen, out. Listen, fat bastard is nobody's friend. If fat bastard were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Thank you. But um, 
Yeah, and then I had another, my other best friend was in a band, and that band just fell apart, luckily, but he just wasn't working out the way I wanted him to as a league right. artist, so. But, um, on a, that leads me to my next thing, when it comes to horror stories of bands, is there's a horror story of a movie that Joe had to watch, yeah. Resident Evil, yeah. one of, I believe, six. So, uh, we when we get back from this break, this musical break, so stay tuned, it's not just ads. It should be ads, though. Right, Karina? So, uh... Um, <laughs> we'll find out on Joe Knows Jack how Jack... Uh, how, how Jack... How Joe liked um, Resident Evil 1. But first, who's the next band that we'll be playing today, Joe? The next band is called Axed and Smashed. Uh, Losers! No. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna play a couple of songs from them, starting with She's the Devil on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show.
flexed and smashed that last song called uh, Continuous Cycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wrong 80s wrestler, Brian. Wrong 80s wrestler. Hey, are we playing Toy Box Brigade? Yes, we are. Because all of a sudden, they just started following me and liking all my stuff. Nice. So, just trying to. Yeah. I'm on Instagram, which is weird. Oh, wow. I'm Insta-famous. Because <laughs> I have... Yeah, we, we're, we're playing uh, Toy Box Brigade in about half an hour. Cool. It's because I have more followers than I do posts. I have 577 followers. Nice. I think I have more followers than all West New York Radio does. <laughs> Lady Laura Moore says, Something. The most talented person in the room, Brian Muller. Aw. <laughs> Thank you. Wait a minute, that means I'm more talented than you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I know that's just your opinion. Whose Man. name's on the marquee? All right, whose name's on the marquee? Never mind, I own the marquee. <laughs> now, whose name's on the marquee? Anyway. Okay, so uh, I was sent another um, shot. Um, yeah. That's a really bad back tattoo. And he's got a lower back tattoo, so he's either gay or used to be a woman. Because <laughs> what guy has a lower back tattoo that's straight? And if they do, they're just really shit-faced. Brock Lesnar? Brock! He has a lower back tattoo? It says kill them all. Does he really? Yeah. He's got a tramp stamp? He's got a tramp stamp that's that says up, kill man. them all. Yeah. <laughs> Does he even like Metallica? I don't know. Um, He should have been a tag team called Seek and Destroy with, uh, with Triple H. Yeah. Um... God, they should have Metallica play fucking WrestleMania. They never would. Metallica's bigger than WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. But that's to say that Motorhead isn't, so... Motorhead! Oh, God, I li- I was on the radio. I was listening to the radio the other day, and I was just, like, switching... People do that? Yeah, I was switching channels. This is what happens when you're trying to get your band played on the radio. You have to listen to the radio. Oh. So, uh... But all I I switched to the station. All I hear is motor, and I changed it. Right, <laughs> that whole day I had fucking motor motor in stuck in my Christian, fucking yeah. head. Yeah. Um, this guy I don't know. Um, six, six or seven. I don't know. I don't like the whole tan body, but ghost ass. Yeah, ghost I, ass. I agree. So, uh, yeah, I'm just reading people's fucking. Now. I, okay. I, I heard rumor that Kid Rock is going into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Because he is American badass. Watch me <sighs> trick. You can roll with rock or you can radio, radio edit. edit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Suck my dick. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay. <laughs> and fucking Fred Durst still isn't in the fucking rock and roll. Uh, He's, the rock and roll thing. The, uh, He's done more for WWE than Kid Rock ever did. What did Kid Rock do? He played a fucking medley while faceless fucking divas walked yeah. to the ring for a shitty battle royal. Yeah, fucking. And then he was, but he was the American bad, the and, American yeah, badass. Well, he his song was briefly the Undertaker's theme song, but it was replaced by Limp Bizkit. <laughs> fucking rolling, 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 rolling. Ow! <laughs> but yeah, I uh, the fucking Fred Durst is in a video game for God's sakes. This is true. I know Fred I, Durst was in the video game. I know that because I played as him as much as I fucking could. Yeah, he had the whole rolling dance and everything. Yeah, he had the fucking car and shit. Yeah. Like, dude, like, I'm like, yeah, Undertaker's okay, but he's no Fred Durst, right? So, <laughs> which is weird. Like, why did they switch? Do you know? I don't know. Probably the license ran out of the song or something. Who knows? 
It's just like that. Uh, what was it? A- Ain't no grave from Johnny Cash that was at WrestleMania, and then they had to overdub it out of the of the DVDs. And the... same with uh, with uh, the Memory Remains by Metallica. What song? What what? That was um, that was for a Triple H Undertaker match. Really? Yeah. That's fucked up. Man. I think it was the Memory Remains. It could have been a different song. Memory. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But now's the time. It's seven oh nine. It's time for Joe knows Jack. Yeah. So, um, if you guys have, if this is your first time listening, which we all know it's not because only three people listen to the show, hence why I, hi Nick and Mark, which is, you know, (laughs) and Laura, (laughs) Mark, Mark's probably like, you know, you're trying to get him to watch all these new movies. Why don't you try to get him to watch the old shit? Cause Mark like goes to the movies all the time and watches like old Italian, like, sure. Like novellas and shit. Uh, He was suggesting some last week. Yeah. I recall. So, but, uh, on uh, Joe Knows Jack, Joe's like, I know everything there is to know about music, but I don't know anything about movies, because I don't watch that. All I watch is wrestling and Simpsons. And, and Gotham. Uh, and I'm happy, and, and he's happy that he found a girl that just falls asleep watching movies, too, so he doesn't even even have to still watch movies. <laughs> so, um, I just found out that Fox is uh, is getting the rights to Thursday Night Football, Ugh. and Gotham is on Fox on Thursday nights, so that kind of upsets me, because now I don't know what's going to happen with Gotham. Probably go back to Mondays. Yeah, but then like now, I now it's like, do I get a DVR? Do I keep my Hulu account? What? How the fuck do I go about watching Gotham and wrestling if it's back on Mondays? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's see. So his option, we pretty much said like, hey, let's do a video game movies. But he's watched all the ones I've pretty much watched for the most part. So except for Super Mario Brothers, which is on Netflix, by the way. <laughs> I don't have Netflix right now. Accident Smashed, by the way, just chimed in. They said, fun to hear from another source besides my own CD player. Yeah! <laughs> nice. So, um, but yeah, so I, I'm like, hey, let's let's do Resident Evil because it's six movies, and it's each movie is like has different tones to it, which is really cool. One's like a post-apocalyptic, one's like a cyber thriller and shit like that. So he watched the first Resident Evil which is, I would categorize it more as a horror-slash-thriller. Um, maybe even a whodunit, since the character doesn't really know who the fuck she is for most of the movie. Um, so what did you think of Resident Evil, besides how hot the lead actress is? <laughs> the special effects really fucking sucked. <laughs> they okay. sort of get better. I, I hope they do, because that was just awful, and I rented it in HD. Why? There's no HD in 2002. Sure, but I mean, like, I figure, you know, like, it's close enough to that HD era where, you know, when they upconvert, it'll still look good. But those effects fucking sucked, man. That, the fucking beast that, like, eats the guy towards the end of the, like, yeah. come on. It's a big dog beast thing. Yeah, like, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just, like, it was there. <laughs> um... It's like, oh, look, zombies. Oh, look, more cliched bullshit. (laughs) Somebody watched Memento and then made a horror movie. (laughs) Jesus. I never saw Memento. My buddy gave me the DVD for like four years. I had it. Still never watched it. I've seen a movie. Brian hasn't. I know. It's amazing. And my buddy was just like, because he was doing movies. He was he was actually going to school to be a, uh, a director of photography. And I was like, no, I want like. I was more of the indie guy. Like I, I liked movies like Quentin Tarantino and stuff like that. And he was sure. just like Memento and the Machinist. I was like, ugh. Memento, I think, was the first movie I ever watched on Netflix. Wow. 
Yeah. And it's going to be his last. I was just looking for something like, hey, is there anything good on Netflix? And I'm like, ah, here, you know, recommended for you, Memento. Like, all right, cool. That that looks interesting. So I watched that. But yeah, like, no, somebody watched Memento and they're like, hey, you know what would be cool is a horror movie where the guy has amnesia. And then they made the most cliche fucking horror movie ever and based it on a video game. Well, well, it was based on a video game, but cliche. But to be fair, the video game is sort of cliche, too. Sure. I, I never played the game, so I, I think know. the problem is the game started in, like, the early 90s. So a lot of zombie movies from the 90s stole parts for, from Resident Evil. So by the time they finally came out with a movie... It's you're like, oh, well, that's not original. It's like, actually, it is, but people fucking stole it. But don't worry, they get really far away from the video game real fucking quick. So, like, the one part that was really cool was, like, the laser fucking, where the lasers are, like, sliding across the room and, like, slicing these people up. And that's in every fucking movie. But, like, the effects are just so bad, like, after they get, after they Now, are they, like, 2002 effects? Like I said, I think, I should really find out when it actually came out. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and the guy gets his fingers sliced, and the girl gets her head cut off or whatever, and I'm just like, these effects suck so bad, and Karina goes, it's probably, it was probably good for the time. Yeah, it came out in 2002, yeah. Yes, it did. So the graphics in 2002 are probably that that good. I mean, because think about it. Spider-Man came out. And They're like, we don't have to make this any better than it looks on the PlayStation. <laughs> like, but again, like, what other 2002 movies? Like, you know, let, let's do uh, sci-fi 2002 movies. Because it had a sci-fi element and that would have some, sure. some shit to it. So we'll see. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying the movie was bad. It's just like, if you've seen a fucking zombie movie, you've seen Resident Evil. How, really? You think so? Minority Report, Solaris, Equilibrium. God, all these movies sucked. But Mila Jovovich is hot and she's naked in like Fifth Element. Star Wars <laughs> Episode 2. Okay. <laughs> right? Now you're like, you know what? These are pretty decent effects. 28 Days Later, which was a, a zombie movie. Oh my God, that movie fucking sucked. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Reign of Fire, which is pretty good if you've never seen that. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I can't wait until you watch Resident Evil 2. Best film ever. Oh, God. Is it better than Home Alone 5? Yeah, right. Men in Black 2? Uh, I've seen it. Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> um, Reign of Fire. If you've never seen that, watch it. It's, it's, pretty, it's got Matthew McConaughey and uh, Christian Bale in it. It's pretty decent. So um, out of the Star Trek movies, the six that came out before 1994, they used the word Klingon 88 times. I know this because I own a book called The Odd Index that was printed in 1994, and that is one of the categories, and it is the 88 times the word Klingon is said in the first six, first six Star Wars motion pictures. Eight-legged freaks. Didn't see it. What? It's got a former WCW champion. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? I know, right? God, I dude, I'd pay money to go see that. Spider-Man 1 was 2002. Uh, Rollerball? The first Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Color, uh, rollerball? You ever I, see that I've one? I've seen Rollerball. Because it's got Paul Heyman and Paul Shane Heyman, McMahon yeah, in it. Paul Heyman's in it, right? <laughs> Blade 2. Haven't seen it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Signs. Like the Ace of Base song? No. <laughs> the, the, um... Oh, I can't remember the band. I don't know why that keeps coming up in conversation. Signs, signs everywhere, signs. Ah, okay. No, it's uh, Signs from with <laughs> Mel Gibson and Matt yeah, Shyamalan. No, what the twist? I, I got you. Okay, second best. Oh, film ever. Yeah. there you go. 
Got her. <laughs> One day we're going to do a YouTube where we're watching the movie and just talking nonstop through it. And we're going like, to we're, we're gonna mystery science 3000 that bitch. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to. And yeah. we're still waiting on uh, Scott to let us know if we can legally do that. Yeah. Which I think we can because what's their name? As long as there's there's cuts and shit. Yeah. Because uh, Brian Zane just did that with WWE and WWE fucking sues everybody. So. Right. I love I I love watching the Royal Rumble reactions because it was like, yeah, yeah, and they're like, no, Lita, don't do the don't do the lead assault. No, you're gonna hurt yourself. You could barely do it back then. And then Molly Holly does, it and they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, what'd she just do? Four fifty? No, it's the fucking Molly go round. What the hell, guys? <laughs> I didn't watch the reactions. I only watched the uh, the review. I watched the review. Yeah, I didn't really watch the review yet, but uh, but I watched the reactions. I still gotta watch who wore it better, but. Still, uh, yeah. well, I still haven't watched Raw, so. Ah. Um, so, would you recommend Resident Evil at all, or? I mean, if zombie movies are your thing, I guess. But they're fast zombies. Sure. I'll give you that. And, like, the girl gets bit, and it's like, she's gonna turn into a zombie later. And then they're like, no, we have an antidote. And then they shoot her with the antidote, and then five seconds later, she's a fucking zombie. Like, I fucking... Have you seen a fucking zombie movie? You'll see her again, too. <laughs> I love her, because she's in... Uh, she pretty much said she's never doing a... Um, a what the fuck's it called? Uh, a Fast and the Furious again, because she's got tired of uh, women getting such low pay compared to The Rock and Vin <laughs> Diesel. The Rock is the highest paid actor right now. Yeah. He gets paid more than Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Vin Diesel... For acting, nothing else. Yeah. Because the problem is, is it's hard to say it because Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and stuff like that, what they do is they have their own production companies attached to these, so they get points on the film. So as an actor, they'll be like, I'll take $5 million for this film, but they also get points on it. So if the film does well, they get like millions. Like the like um, uh, the first Star... I still haven't seen the second... The, the Star Wars, was it nine now? We're up to nine? Sure. I've only seen... I, I still haven't seen that. I only saw Star Wars 8 with Harrison Ford. Um, what's his name? Got eighty? I think it was like eighty six thousand uh, dollars. Uh, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. He only got eighty six thousand dollars, but he's only in like three minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. He pretty much got paid a thousand dollars per millisecond, <laughs> or some shit like that. Um, to look flabbergasted. Funny story. He apparently cut his hair and shaved his beard right afterwards, and they're like, "No, you're gonna be in the next one." He's like, "Oh fuck!" So he had to start growing his beard out again. <laughs> Because he didn't want to look like a homeless guy on like green on like carpets, and it was probably it's probably difficult to do voice do voiceovers with such a such a huge thing of hair. Mark Hamill is the best Joker ever. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right, uh, right up there with Heath, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's the best live action Joker. Sure. So, um, they they're the ones that really understood the character. I think that's the best way of putting it. Sure. Um, but um, what's his name? Harrison Ford got millions upon millions upon millions because they gave him points on the movie and then he's just like you have to kill me though he's like i'll do the whole movie you can kill me at the end or whatever but you you're gonna give me points on the fucking movie because he knew it's star wars he knew nerds were gonna fucking watch oh it. yeah just like he he got points on um indiana jones kingdom of the crystal skull and they're making an us uh, uh, an indiana jones 5 which he's gonna be in with chris pratt star lord so you know who that is so haha <laughs> I, uh, you ever see the South Park episode about the last Indiana Jones? Nope. They're raping him! <laughs> they, like, they had to go to counseling and shit because they watched Indiana Jones get raped. Nice. <laughs> um, I like that guy, Mark. I'll give it eight and a half to a nine. Ooh. So. All right. 
he's he's looking great effortlessly. Effortlessly. There we go. Effortlessly. <laughs> so, um, so your next one is going to be Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, it turns a little bit more actiony, less horror-y, more actiony. But the one thing I do enjoy is every single one has a video game has the video game elements to it. Sure, which is really cool. Um, it's gonna go off the rails a little bit. Um, by I think the fourth one, it's gonna get a little weird. Like you can tell it's like shit. I didn't think this through because <laughs> the same guy wrote and directed it. Right, and it's the uh, P. W. Anderson or Paul W. Anderson. Sure. So, um, but he didn't really think, I think he was just like, no, it's not going to get another movie. But what happened was, is he started thinking on this big scale and then realized, shit, green screen is so cheap and, and looks so good now that I can do an entire movie in a fucking, in a, someone's fucking basement for the most part. And, and it sort of gets like that to the point where it's like a simple, a simple room is completely green screened. But, um. Yeah, overall, it's, um, yeah, uh, it, it gets weird, but the, I, this one's, I think, uh, I think Resident Evil Apocalypse is my favorite one, the, that one or the third one, which is Resident Evil, um, Extinction. Uh, the first one, like I said, I think it's a, it was an okay movie. I think, I think for video game movies, it's an okay video game movie, because there are so bad video game movies. This is true. Mortal Kombat, where every five minutes, Mortal Kombat! It's like, they're like, yeah, you know. We we gotta we gotta remind people this is Mortal Kombat because you know people I, talking about their problems isn't working. Fuck that! I'm taking my Mortal Kombat DVD to work tonight. I'm watching that shit. There's a this Resident Evil taste out of my mouth. Well, there is Capcom a, makes shitty video games. Street Fighter, come on! No, I'm kidding. I um, love Street Fighter, <laughs> except for the except for the movie. I like the uh, the the movie video game sucked. Oh my god, yeah. But the movie okay. sucked too. Uh, the movie had its points. Dude, they asked they asked um Jean-Claude Van Damme a couple years ago. They're like, so how was it acting with the actor who played M. Bison? Because he's a famous actor. And it was his last movie. It was his movie his last movie because he had he was dying of cancer. Right. And and like they were interview it was like I think it was like a 20 years later thing or something like that. And they're like, so they're interview- interviewing all these people and they're like, Yeah, you know, you know, he was such a nice guy and he never complained and he was so sick in between takes, and he just, you know, he tried spending as much time as he could with the crew and stuff like that. And then they go to Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, what do you think? He's like, like guys, I was really, I was on a lot of coke then. I don't remember shooting this movie at all. <laughs> and you're like, what a piece of shit. And he's in the video game, so he had to do the mocap and shit like that. Yeah, the, it's yeah. like fucking, he got like $10 million to just do coke. Yeah. Pretty much. And pretty go much. to a nice island. But that movie had its its moments. I mean, I like the... Blanca the, uh, sucked. Yes, he did. Uh, but I liked, uh, like, Zangief, and it's like, one of them's like, I, I think it was DJ, where he's like, I don't care as long as I keep getting the big bucks. And he's like, you got paid? <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. Yeah, We still I haven't seen like, Super Mario Brothers, so. Uh, John I, Leguizamo. I've seen. I think I saw like parts of Super Mario Bros. Yoshi's Brothers, in it, and I'm like, "What in the fuck is this horse shit? Like, this has nothing to do with Super Mario Brothers." I want to state for the record: as long as you don't go, if you don't look at it as a video game movie sure. based on a video game, and it's just because first off, there's like nothing about Mario that we know, especially in '92 when the movie came out. It was like '92 and '94. It was like you had Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Two, and Super Mario Brothers Three, and like Doctor Mario and shit like that. It was just like they're just using him as a, like like Sonic the Hedgehog. They're just using him as a spokesman. Like they're like, hey, Super Mario is just gonna make make us money, so we'll just put him on shit. 
um, which is Super Mario Brothers 2, in my opinion. But um, that's exactly what Super Mario Brothers 2 is, is because they didn't want to bring the actual Super Mario Brothers 2 to the U.S. because they thought it would be too difficult for Western audiences. Exactly. So they threw a they just threw a skin over Doki Doki Panic. Exactly. And like, here's Super Mario Brothers 2, guys. Damn, you got me there. Um, <laughs> I watched the Anger Video Game Nerd, and he has a huge fucking rant on it. So. <laughs> But yeah, so I was like, Did you watch his uh, his video on Polybius. You know what? I I started to, and I'm like, it's gonna be like a horror thing, and I'm like, I don't want to do a horror thing. So it I was stopped. it was actually fun. <laughs> it it was a horror thing, yes, but it was a fun horror thing because it's like, like I'm not gonna play anymore. I'm not gonna play anymore. Like <laughs> he's playing. You know? The one thing I really liked is like he's he's a very you know you could tell he wanted to go to school for this. And he tells everyone he wanted to go to school to do film and stuff like that. So he's not just doing that. He's also right. really enjoying it. It's great because he he has a... I've never seen Board James, which is... If anybody... Excuse me. If anybody likes video games and board games and stuff like that, check out Cinemassacre because they have the angry video game nerd, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then he's got little quips and, and like little like um, like mini series and stuff like that. Then he also has the angry video game nerd, the movie, which is pretty good, too. Which, funny enough, they made it about looking for uh, Atari's E.T. like in the dump and stuff. And then there's a documentary actually I've, about it afterwards. I've seen the documentary, but so I didn't I. see the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. Yeah, movie. the Angry Video Game, Angry Video Game Nerd movie came out a couple of uh, years before the documentary. So um, I, I just love that it was a documentary that, you know, everyone knew it was going to be true and it ended up being true. Yeah. Um, but... He does this thing on uh, Board James. Uh, it's like uh, behind the scenes. And he's just like, yeah, I just wanted to do one because I was getting tired of doing Angry Video Game Nerd and this, that, and the other thing. And I was tired. Of, and I had just finished the movie and this, that, and the other thing. So he's like, I did this one. And I really liked it. So I wanted to do another one. I really liked that. So I wanted to do another one. And he's like, and it really turned into something cool. But he has an actual schedule. Like he's actually like almost like a production house. So he has a schedule for all of his shit. Mm -hmm. He's like, so I really cut down on Angry Video Game Nerd stuff so I could do this. And he's like, but I want to do the 12 days of, of Christmas with the angry video game nerd. So all of a sudden I had to do angry video game nerd stuff again. And that started as like two, three minute little videos. And it turned into like 15, 20 minute fucking shit. So it, it really went viral with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. For NES. Like, that fucking, yeah, that game sucked. dude. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. I hate that fucking game. I used to love it because I thought I was just really bad at video games and then i started getting more video games going wait i'm i'm good at them this is just a shitty game right exactly so uh and then he just he just did one on wrestling games which is just hilarious i think i saw that one yeah because like all, yeah yeah I but he but one. he does on all the nintendo games and atari games he doesn't do it on on like you can't do it on nintendo because they're they're on nintendo 64 because they're actually pretty good he did the uh in your house i think for, yeah uh, yeah for he playstation did, yeah. that one yeah but um but yeah so um, I completely forgot. Yeah, so if you look at first off, if you look at uh, Super Mario Brothers as as just a movie, it's just a fun '90s movie. Sure, like, and I rank that up there with Double Dragon. If anyone's seen Double Dragon, the movie, it's a fun like '90s forgetting forgetful movie. Like, if you just want to have, by the way, you can't eat popcorn, or you don't like popcorn. I don't, I don't like popcorn. What the fuck is wrong with you? I just I don't like popcorn. Like in general, have like have you ever had actual popcorn or just like no, I've had actual popcorn. Like or is it like just microwavable popcorn? I don't like popcorn. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, so weird. Well, if you yeah. want to like show how much you love your girl and make her some popcorn and sit and watch like just a fun movie, 
that you guys can talk over a little bit and make fun of, like Super Mario Brothers and Double Dragon. All right, are are definitely like fun, are fun movies. Like, and the best part is, is Super Mario Brothers has Dennis Hopper as a bad guy because he always plays a fucking bad guy. He was in Waterworld as the bad guy, and then the Double Dragons has um, Malcolm McDowell, which you saw him in Star Trek Generations, and he's always a fucking bad guy. He was also in Franklin and Bash, and if you haven't seen Franklin and Bash, you should watch that. It's got um, Seth Meyers. No, not Seth Meyers. Seth, I forgot his fucking last name, but he does Robot Chicken with... Uh, Seth Green. No, it's Seth Green and Seth someone else. Uh, I don't know. What? No, Seth MacFarlane's Family Guy. No, Seth MacFarlane's Family Guy. <laughs> Stop talking through walls. Um, <laughs> but it's it's got Zach... Uh, Zach from Save by the Bell and this Seth guy. Robot Chicken. Let's check this shit out. Cast. Yeah, I just really hope it's... <laughs> I just really hope his, its first name is fucking Seth. No? Uh, like created that. by Seth Green and Matthew Seinreich. Okay, it's not... Seinreich. Breckenmeyer. Damn it! Ah. Breckenmeyer. Okay. So that's why I had Seth I mean, Meyer in my head. Ah, gotcha. No. Uh, porn. I don't want porn. Seth Rogen. No, Mark. <laughs> but thank you. We're, we're all trying here. We're all... Brian, I, I come here like... I, I only have so much fucking shit pop culture in my head now. Like, I used to know, like, wrestling... I didn't start watching wrestling until, like, WrestleMania 9. But I had all of this shit... Like, because my video game store had, like... How can you not like popcorn? See? So sad. <laughs> um, You're not a bigly person. So sad. <laughs> um, but like I used to in my in my video games in my video game uh in, in video store, they had like history of Starcade and and all this stuff. So I'd like rock and roll express with uh, doing the, the Skywalk uh scaffold match. Because I think it was called like Skywalkers or something like that. Which how they didn't get sued is is beyond me since George Lucas sues everybody. Right. But um and like I, they had all the WrestleManias, especially WrestleMania three, when it was a double double VHS, so you popped it open, and then there was a huge pop up of uh, Andre the Giant <laughs> and Hulk Hogan and shit. So, um, but like I watched all, so I knew like all this wrestling knowledge that like no one should ever fucking know. Uh huh. And then like, and then I got like, and then I started getting the music, and it just started like going away because <laughs> I started like filling my brain with all this like, useless music knowledge. Like right. whenever someone like I have people tell me all the time, they're just like. Yeah, Dave Grohl, like, you know, I think the only reason he got the Nirvana job was because he's the only Nirvana drummer. I'm like, what? No, it wasn't. There's like four or five other fucking drummer, motherfucker. Right? Chad Channing. He didn't even get in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he did Bleach. <laughs> Which pisses me off still. Yeah. I still think he's... I mean, he was there. They the apparently rock, invited him, but... The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's a joke anyway. I don't know. I understand Bon Jovi making it in. I, I'm completely I fine I, with that. I'm completely fine with Run DMC and... um. And Dr. Dre, and, like, I'm fine with those guys, like, and uh, NWA, I'm fine with NWA getting in, um, Beastie Boys, shit, like, like, I'm fine with that, like, Madonna, I understand Madonna getting in. I would, I, I would Is appreciate- Is it rock and roll, it's, it should just be changed to the Music Hall of Fame. I would appreciate it more if it was the popular Music Hall of Fame. I just think calling it the Music Hall of Fame. Like, I understand where they're going from, because here's the, like, here's, here's- I mean- ABBA is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, but ABBA's like one of the top-selling musical acts of all time. Because they're dancing queens. 
Is there anything rock and roll about ABBA? Uh, their instruments? I don't know. <laughs> they actually fucking play them. Well, I get that, but I mean, jeez, I don't, I don't know. I mean, mm. like, oh, excuse me. Run DMC and the Beastie Boys and NWA. I can see. Well, I don't know. It's it's difficult. Like, I'll I'll be the first one. Like, LL Cool J makes sense. And then when sure. LL Cool J did um, MTV Unplugged, he brought a whole band in, which everyone was sure. sort of surprised by. I mean, but but really. Call it the Popular Music Hall of Fame because that's what it is. It's not. It's not just rock and roll. I don't know. I, I understand it. I just Semantics. Found, I just found out that Madonna was in a fucking rock band in the eighties as a I, drummer. Really? Yeah. It was. Uh, I forgot what the. Oh, the band's called Breakfast Club. Oh, it was I, the early eighties. Just before the movie Breakfast Club came out. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I just found that out because we were like, yeah. Because I'm just because I was showing the my bandmates like my favorite songs, which is um, uh, simple uh. Don't you forget about me by Simple Minds? Sure. And then um, the other one was. Oh man, Lagrange? No, it's it's weird because it's just a weird fucking name. Who's texting me now? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh God, I I need to. No, it's not Glenn Campbell. Come on, just give it to me. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, not Marvin Gaye. Uh, Norman Greenbaum. Spirit in the Sky. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Spirit in the Sky. It's because it's such a weird yeah. name. Like you're thinking of a rock band, and you don't think Norman Greenbaum. Right, right. That's but, a good song, though. Yeah, it's like those are my two favorite, my two favorite tracks. Yeah. But uh. Let's get into uh, some music. It's been a while. Let's get. You know what? I want to hear the Toy Box Brigade. That's who I want to listen to right now. What a coincidence! I was going to play the Toy Box Brigade right now. You know, you don't have to sound like an asshole. <laughs> uh, it's a short song, so we got a small break here. Uh, this is wow. It. That is a fucking Jesus. Okay. Uh, but this is the uh, the brand new single from the Toy Box Brigade. Uh, their EP's or album, I'm not sure which, is coming out soon. Uh, and this song is called Down for the Count on the Think So Joe Show, all WNY Radio.
Toy Box Brigade on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show. With Brian Miller's ghost. Yes. Sweet. We just got uh, an okay from uh, the other band for the acoustic show, so we can announce that hopefully next week. That's all you, dude. Oh, okay. I got, can, can you fast forward? Uh, fast forward. Can you uh, blow it up for me? Yeah, I guess. Can you fast forward it for me? <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Um, well, that's a nice dick. Um, I'll give it a nine on a dick. That's a nice head. It's very mushroom-shaped. Um, a little small, but, you know. Um, he doesn't even look like he's licking an asshole. It looks like he's just pressing down and licking where his thumb is. Um... The guy looks pretty good who's doing the licking. My biggest issue there is he's got this one patch of hair. So what's, what's up with that uh, patch? That can't can't beard. grow a beard, apparently. Yeah. Um, it's Sidney Crosby. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'll give that guy as a whole... Um, feels good on the whole. Um, I'll give that guy uh, a good... A, a strong eight. Good strong eight, eight and a half. Uh, and the ass that he's licking that I can't, I can't really look at it, so... Um, there's a little bit of hair, not too much. Um, I'll give that guy. I don't like his socks though, so I'll give that guy. Um, but you're rating five. his ass, not his. I can't see the ass. I can't see enough of the ass to just rate the ass. I have to rate him as a whole that I see, and I don't like his socks. So have you? Does, the guy doing the licking doesn't he look like he's dressed for like Vince McMahon Appreciation Day? Ha! <laughs> a little bit, especially yeah. with that rock hard dick. <laughs> so. Look at all the fucking no. Go back on that. Look at all the photos underneath. I know, all the fucking I saw, asses. I, just, and shit. I, I, I saw that. <laughs> just dick and ass. I, I saw that. Yeah. I'm gonna start making like. I'm gonna start sending like just pussy shots to Mark and be like, rate this blue waffle. <laughs> rate this train wreck. So. Oh man, this is the point of the show where Brian's been awake the whole time, so now he's going to be sleepy. <laughs> so it's the opposite of every other week. It's funny, Laura was just like, "So Jesus uh, texted you," and it's like, "I'm like, no, it was my goddess." Yeah, <laughs> it's my girlfriend. She's like, "Please come home quickly." I was like, "Yeah, I will." <laughs> so I got a um, yeah, I got to work tonight. Do you really? Yeah, you only work like what two days a week now? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to stay on Wednesdays and Thursdays after this week because I'm always busy on fucking Sundays and I never. Fucking want to go to work on Sundays. I think what you should do is you should try doing acoustic shows, like do an acoustic show every other week, every other month, and then like have do two do two shows a month, and out of those four shows every two months, one of them should be an acoustic show. I'll tell you, I might be promoting three in July. So <laughs> damn, yeah. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna start doing any rap music or? I don't know, man. It's um, I was told like I just I just saw like a rap listen, thing li- li- at listen, stamps and it was listen, packed. Let, let me let me say this: if I can find enough rappers that don't do modern rap, like mumble rap, like fucking mumble rap, post Malone shit. Like we were at the Sabers game and there's this song comes on. And it's like it's like a like, party like a rock star. Party like and and Karina goes, how does this guy party like a rock star? And I said, no, 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 you you don't understand. See, modern rap, all you have to do is just pick a phrase and repeat it over and over again. Well, yeah. But that but see the thing is is modern rap music is just trying to do what pop music does and you're trying to like pop me like here's a great example. Like I was uh listening to it's weird on my way to um the post office day, I was listening to Fallout Boy. Yeah. All all of it's only I hate old Fallout Boy. Like anything before their hiatus, I love all the new shit. Because yeah. it's like pop New music. It's really good. Because it's like pop music. So, but they still do the same thing that the early '90s bands do. They have that first line or that first verse, and then they repeat it at the end of the song. 
or as a third verse. And that's what the 90s did. It was always the third verse after the chorus or after the bridge or the solo. It was always the same as the first verse. And and that's what a lot of rappers are doing. Like, party like a rock star, party like a rock star. And then they do a rap, like an actual rap. Then they go back to party like a rock star, party like a rock star. But there's no actual chorus. They just have a hook. Aside from rappers that have been around for like a decade, I have not heard a rapper rap in fucking years. Okay? I mean, like, with the occasional exception. Mark Lee is a is an exception. Mark Lee's been played on this show several times because Mark Lee doesn't do that fucking bullshit where he just sits there and he says he says like I graduated high school, graduated high school, graduated high school with a GED, with a GED. <laughs> exactly. And, that, and 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 that just that shit just pisses me off. Like like I I yes, I I I want to you know, support all artists. And, and, but to me, if you're just repeating the same goddamn line over and over again, that's not fucking art. That's fucking lazy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, well, again, and, it's, and I, I get that that's, that's what rap music is nowadays. And I get that. And I understand that. But why? Like, like, Run DMC would be spinning in their graves and two of them aren't dead yet. Okay. Like, well, I, I think a good example is Umbrella. From Rihanna. Sure. Because the rap is pretty crappy, but you go right back to the hook. But it's built more like a rock song, hence why so many bands cover it. Right. Because it's built more like a rock song where you have verses that sort of suck, but then you have the hook, which is a, whole, a full chorus. Apparently, not. it was not actually written for her. I think it was written for Chris Brown, I think it was. Okay. Something like that. But um, I think it was WatchMojo.com had like songs that other people passed on. Like... um. Oh man, Justin Timberlake. Uh, the song is like uh, "Rock Your Body." Yeah. Apparently, that was originally written for Michael Jackson. He passed on it. Hmm. Idiot. <laughs> there wasn't enough children in uh, writing it. So, but um, but yeah, like uh, I, I know you saw you saw what I just got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It is bad. It's even worse. <laughs> it was next to even worse. It was bad. <laughs> Um, but I th- I think the um, I think the problem is is rat rat. There's a a documentary and they talk about like the reason pop music takes a lot more from rap than it does rock lately is because rap is ever ever evolving and ever changing whether whether it's for good or for bad and then pop music and the point of pop music is it takes the best of everything mm-hmm. and that's what makes it popular that's why for that's why pop punk became a, a thing because. Punk bands were like, well, we st- we want to make something catchy, so they took the fastness of punk, and then they also, and then they all of a sudden went, well, we just have to have a really, a really catchy, really catchy guitar, which is usually one three five, or one four five, and that's it. And then we need really catchy, um, really catchy lyrics for a chorus. And the big thing is, if you have a really catchy hook, you're good. Like, uh, look at all the new follow up by stuff like Immortals and Centuries and sure. Uma Thurman and stuff like that. It's all like just really catchy shit. Uh, you know, light them up, 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 light them up, 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 light them up, 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 I'm on fire. Like, there you go, right there. Yeah. Like, they're just saying the same thing over and over and over again, but you, but it's so catchy. You're like, no, this is really good. And then they do like, and then their, their verses are roughly, have the exact same melodies to them and everything like that. So you're like, well, I forgive it because it's such a catchy chorus and they have verses. Now, rap, rap in general, when rap first started, it was just, it was all freestyle. So what they do is they throw a beat on and they just wrapped it. 
And then they changed it a little bit. Like, if you listen to a lot of Run DMC stuff, there aren't actual choruses. It's just one or two lines to break up the verses. Sure. So, and it's, it, but they do it so well. And there's a lot of musicianship in it. Now it's just a guy going, hey, I need a beat. Let me buy this free beat and add some, add some notes to it. And then I'm going to say the same thing over and over again. Then do like, yo, bro, hook me up with that auto tune. Yeah, and that's how it is. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, and like that's Timbaland to a fucking to a fucking T right there. Fucking one republic bullshit. But I mean like but again, I go back to like we've played Mark Lee on the show because his raps are raps. His raps aren't him just saying the same goddamn thing over and it's not like they have catchy hooks in any in any of these fucking rap songs. It is literally just one guy saying the same fucking thing over and over again, auto-tuned over a beat that they you you're right, they probably got for free. Yeah. So I mean it's but you have to also understand like a lot of these rappers aren't gonna be famous. You have to understand for every like one mumble rapper, there's like a there's a million of them that don't make it. Right? Sure. Like I know a rapper who's pretty decent, but he just has no idea how to um how to market himself. And, sure. And and I don't and you know he's got a nine to five job and a wife and kids, so he just doesn't know how to he's he's afraid to make the leap really. Right. So, but and I understand that's how it goes sometimes. But um, I think it really comes down to you know if you like a certain kind of rap music, well then you should fucking scream to the high heavens that you like that certain kind of rap music and promote those bands because that's that's how fucking. The reason Fallout Boy switched their sound was because they knew where everything was headed because people can see what was going on. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, pop punk is dying. And look at the bands right now. Look at pop punk bands. They're not where they used to be. No. You have bands like that are still like like even Icon for Hire, which I really liked, they completely changed up their sound. And now they're just they're just another like electronic pop band to me. So I actually want to see them live again to see if they even play their old old material. By the way, Brian, Paris is coming to town. Yeah, they're fucking playing town ballroom. I know. Like Jesus Christ! Oh man, I hope they actually learn to play their instruments this time. I saw them. I saw that like yesterday, and the first thing I did was I told Karina the story about when we saw them with Blink One Eighty Two. I'm getting tired of bands like, oh, we're just gonna instead of an A, put a V there. Yeah. Like I've seen like seven bands now in the past like two weeks do that. I'm like, what the fuck. Fucking learn to spell. At least now you know what it means. Like, we were sitting there like, what the fuck is the name it's of this Purvis. band? It's Purvis. Purvis. And somebody said, no, it's Paris. Like, how the fuck is that Paris? And they're like, hey, we're Paris. And then the guy turns his back and the, pretends he's playing a guitar solo while the other guy's working the uh, the sampler. Yeah. <laughs> like, what I do enjoy was we were like, actually like, well, how the fuck is it Paris? And we're like, going Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, they, they got sued. <laughs> okay. Of course. Excuse me. There's a band called Paris already, and I, then there's a uh, fucking Paris, France. So I, I played with a band called Edison, but it was E D I S U N. But um, but see, Edison. Like I could sort of understand that the Beatles. I mean, right? Sure, the shitty Beatles. I mean, that, that's how it goes. So, but just to to change a, but it still sounds like it. Reading it like perverse is like what? Hate that bullshit. It was six. It was five or six years ago yesterday that my kid assured me that George, Paul, Ringo, and uh, uh, John were not actual Beatles. Good. good. <laughs> you even like the Beatles? Yeah, I like the Beatles. Okay. Why don't you have any Beatles on vinyl? Because I haven't bought any yet. Get a. I do have Beatles on vinyl. What do you have? I don't remember. You. Uh, oh, you have yesterday. I yeah. had something. You. You went yeah. through my vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. You do. I'm sorry. Get rubber soul next. 
Okay. Oh, by the way, I don't, uh, I don't have that one, so I need to get that. I don't have it on. It's my favorite album. It's it's a it's a songwriter's album. Sure, that's why I really like it. Um, I actually just found out today because I sold my hollow body on Reverb.com. Uh, Reverb.com is where you sell musical instruments and equipment and stuff like that. And they just uh, opened up a new website called ReverbLP.com, and you can sell your vinyl and purchase vinyl. On I it. saw you post about that. That's uh, I'm gonna have to check that out a little later. Yeah, because like and like I went on uh, the first thing I did was like Limp Bizkit because I wanted I wanted Limp Bizkit on vinyl because I have significant other I have the original one. So I'm like, oh man, like do they have three dollar bill y'all on vinyl? Because it came out in '97, um, so I was like, they they could have still done it on vinyl. And so far, no one's sold it, but they also sell CDs, cassettes, and shit like that. So sure. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Like they have uh, results may vary on vinyl, but fifty bucks because it's original. Yeah. So it's it's already been played, and I can't promise that it's even good condition. So I don't know. Yeah, I I I get uh, I have the uh, Slick Deals app, so I get all the front page deals like just pop up as notifications on my phone. Yeah. And there were like four vinyls today. That were under fifteen bucks. Uh, Radiohead's "The Bends" okay, uh, was one of them, and I can't, I can't get into Radiohead. I really try, especially because they had one great music video uh, off of OK Computer, where it's like a cartoon and shit. And I Paranoid just, Android, yeah, and I fucking love that. I love the song and I love the video, and the guitar is just so good and so haunting at times. But I just can't get into Radiohead in general. No, I, I've not really gotten into them, but that was one of the ones, and then there were a couple of more, and I can't think of them off the top of my head, but like. I'm like, man, there's some vinyl deals going on today, and I I don't have money to buy vinyl right now. <laughs> like, I'm telling you this. Rent is coming up. I'm telling you this right now. If I'm getting tired of people selling vinyl, like brand new, unopened vinyl, and not offering digital downloads with it, that bothers I, the piss out of me. I agree. So uh, the big, the biggest band that I can say that pisses me off is Metallica, because <laughs> they don't fucking offer unless you do pre-sale for their new for their albums. They're like, hey, you'll get this, and then you'll get the vinyl a couple days later after it's released. Because they did that with Death Magnetic, and they did that with... Which uh, they're also doing with uh, Garage Days. Yeah. so yeah. I, it, It's not even five ninety eight. so who gives a shit? It's fifteen ninety eight now. Well, inflation. Oh, they, they, tried. they tried. It's 30 years later, dude. Like They own their own fucking... Um, their own vinyl pressings. Pressers. Sure, but so. it's 30 years later. I don't care. Don't call five ninety eight then. But that's the title of the album. That's, so. Well, there you go. So it should be five ninety eight. <laughs> it, it costs more money in vinyl and packaging than five ninety eight. So yeah, right. I, exactly. I, and so. I, I know that, but <laughs> it's not. Garage Days isn't even a good album. That's my problem. I got. I got mine. Uh, is uh, mine is pre ordered. They're shipping in April. I'm. Um, um, of course it is. I got the picture disc. He's. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, now I sort of want it because it's a picture disc. Yeah. I got the record store day of Hailstorm, uh, Reanimate Three. For like ten bucks, nice. and it came with the digital download. I had already illegally downloaded it. So. Yeah, but I wonder if I get in trouble for illegally downloading if I own it on vinyl. Part of me wants to like attack someone and be like, "Yeah, I still haven't gotten in trouble <laughs> on um, I'm just anything that's wood. Um, I still haven't gotten in trouble um, downloading it all. And I, th- I part of me is like, did, did the FBI just listen to the radio show and go, "Oh, well, he's buying it all on vinyl." Yeah. <laughs> and he already has it. like that's the other thing what if i buy it on cd and i'm just i don't want to rip it to my computer and then put it and i just so i just illegally download it and throw if it on my you, phone if you order it through amazon a lot of the records have auto rip so you get the mp3s through amazon yes but you can't you have to listen to it through the amazon app no you can download them oh okay yeah. i didn't know that 
Yeah. I have Sia and Adele on my phone from that. <laughs> um, because I can't do that on Think Like the Enemy because I bought the vinyl, uh, the vinyl. Think Like the. I I came close to buy, doing vinyl for Think Like the Enemy, but my. Aren't you um, glad you didn't? Well, my record label wouldn't <laughs> let me. I want to be on vinyl, so. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about doing that with um, uh, with my CPR album for Silence Cynic, but there's a whole other mess of copyright that I have to do since they're cover songs. So I may right. just wait for my new album and I'll just release it as a four song EP. I already have three of the songs uh, pre-recorded and our drummer, Jake finally started fucking playing drums again this past Monday. Awesome. And uh, it's great. Cause Eric's never, our bassist has never actually seen him play drums before. <laughs> so, cause Dan's been playing the drums the whole time. And there's just a difference between someone who can play drums and someone who's a drummer. Like, Right, playing the exact same beat, but there's just that like it's almost like a woman, like it's just the way a woman moves, and then the way a man moves is just so different. Sure. Um, but I um, he's just like, yeah, well, if it's not too difficult, so I played them, I played him the guitar riff, and the guitar riff is that's what the bass the bass drum needs to do. So unless I'm gonna sit there and just modify it, and just okay, I'll play the bass for the bass drum first. Okay, now it's time for the hi hats. Like, I was like, that's not going to work. So, and he's just like, yeah, I could do that. And I played it and he's just like, I was like, oh, well, fuck you. He's just like, so, um, and I'm like, I got an electronic drum set at my house. You just have to come by and record. He's just like, yeah. So when are we going to do it? I was like, nice. Like, ah, sweet. So I'm going to have like real drums, not Brian plays them, fucks them up, then fixes them and then quantizes them drums. (laughs) We're going to have like barely have to change shit drums, which is nice. nice. Oh, so how 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 much time do we have? Because this got about a minute and a half. We got a minute and a half. Yeah, well, it just clicked over to seven fifty five on the laptop, so okay. probably about a minute and a half. We yeah. got a minute and a half, boys. You know, you clicked on that photo, but it still says that you haven't read that thing. I know it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so click, you're. But if I click in the reply box, it'll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, all West New York Radio has an acoustic show that we're going to announce probably next week. Okay, so that's that's cool. Uh, it's a two band bill. I tried getting XM Priory, but they were they were busy. They they hate us, so I'm gonna try getting them to come. Um, but there's a lot of shit that you and I are gonna have to work off of. Yeah, let's promote Real this quick, show. Let me talk about the uh, second annual Food Not Bombs Punk Show and Vegan Food Drive. That's the, was that the Loser Food Drive, the Vegan Food Drive. <laughs> uh, that's June, <laughs> June 30th at the Mohawk Place. Uh, it's a Saturday from one until nine. Uh, with Voice of Descent, Buried Beneath Concrete, Axed and Smashed, Cardboard Homestead, Sid the Kid, Kennedy Carpool, Crystal Godzilla, Wave the Flag, uh, and then our side acts. Why do you have so many fucking bands? Janie Crash of the Tall Man, Green Gymnast, Mary Kate, Victoria Grace, Trey James, and more. Who booked this show? $5 donation, or you would think it was, never mind. Yeah. I almost, I almost got him. I almost got him. Holy Never shit. Mind. That would have like blown the fuck up. Oh <laughs> my God. Everybody knows who I'm talking about anyway. $5 donation or vegan. Uh, $5. I know you're talking about after dark. Don- okay. uh, and vegan food or vegan food donation for admission. What the fuck is a vegan? F- like, can I just bring cardboard? <laughs> uh, vegan food, including non-perishables, prepared dishes and fresh foods will be accepted. Monetary donations go to Buffalo Food Not Bombs to continue fighting hunger. And if you bring a food item that is not vegan, Brian, don't worry. We'll find hungry bellies for any donation. And just uh, bring a whole thing of, like, fucking beans and franks and just see people eating out of cans the whole night. <laughs> we found hungry uh, bellies. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, this is the band out of Rochester. In fact, they are playing in Rochester this week, and I... 
apologize because I clicked off of where they were playing. <laughs> um, but look them up. Yeah, look it up. It's uh, it is the uh, periodic table of elephants. Yeah, from Rochester. Uh, and this song is called "Better Off Dead." And we'll see you next week. Peace. This is the Think So Joe Show. Yeah.